Oh, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome. Now let's get started with today's topic. Yippee! Alright. Well, sorry guys, I have to do something with my guitar. Found it in my closet today. Apparently, I used it for a video a few weeks ago and I never brought it back out. So, no, I just found it. Today, we're jumping straight into the topic that I wish to do. It is going over cards. One of my favorite things. I tried to do it before on YouTube. And if you guys were one of my first seven subscribers, you probably know that. But unfortunately, that sadly did not work out. And it went downhill really, really fast. Which is why I turned to find another option. And when I was listening to a podcast one night, I found Anchor. And, well, that's how I started my podcasting. By the way... Today, I would like to shout out Anchor, not because they are sponsoring me, but just because of how great they are. Anchor is a free-to-use browser that you can just click on, and you can, all you have to do is take your audio from wherever you're recording it. I'm recording it on my tablet. You can record it on your phone, your computer, wherever. You can also record it to Anchor, and all you have to do is get it to Anchor. You have to download the audio clip to the to anchor then you're all set they will publish to only spotify and anchor at first and if you want to add a bunch more you can i added as much as i could i now i have six available where available places where my podcast can be accessed all six of those will be in my about page if you go to my magic the gathering channel which would be magic zone if you go there and you go to my about page you scroll down a bit all six relevant links will be at the bottom and if you have any questions throughout this video do not be afraid to shoot me a message through gmail my my gmail link is also in the bit in the about page as well if you click on the it says business info and it says email link if you click on that you will open it and bam you can shoot me a message ask me a question about whatever you want it can be about magic the gathering it does not have to be about magic the gathering though so yeah um let's see anchor i don't think there's anything else um although i do want to say something i just made a video literally an hour ago it should be posted by the time you guys are watching this or listening to this podcast episode and that video is about me making a sword for TTW which is tabletop wars and they, they it's really exciting in my opinion I love sitting around the table playing match together with my family today I mean and in the video that you will watch you will see us playing it but that will not be the video that's posted uh, Gameplay video will probably either be posted on the 10th, 11th, or 12th of June. I do not know when. It depends if we we record today, tomorrow. I don't know when. We also need everyone to sit and be quiet. So, yeah. And that's that. So, without further ado, I will jump straight into our topic today. 
and I have all the commanders right here on these few sheets of paper. I will be going through A through L today. Yeah, no, A through E. Yeah, A through E. Is that E? That is E. Hold up. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. A through J. A through J. A through J. I will be going through A through J of all the commanders for Baldur's Gate, the set that is coming out the 10th. Which is three days from now. So, yeah. I'm really excited for that. I hope you guys are too when that when that comes out. I will hopefully, theoretically, start doing my TTW, which is Tabletop Horror. So we have a whole bracketing system for that as well. I have not created it yet, um, but don't worry. So yeah, let's jump straight into uh, the topic today, Commanders. Our first Commander that I'm looking at, his name, and we are going in alphabetical order. His name is Alando the Seer, and he is a legendary creature, human shaman. For you tap this guy, draw a card, then exile a card from your hand, and put a number of time counters on it equal to its mana value. It gains when the last time counters are moved from this card. It, if it's exiled, you may cast it without paying its mana cost. If you cast a creature spell this way, it gains haste until end of turn. Then remove a time counter from each other card you own in exile. So this guy's a pretty good guy. Um, I want to say a few things. He's This is obviously an untapping deck. And then since he is in blue, I think you will have no problem with that at all. Um, but yeah. Um, and I, I just want to say something. Zero mana creatures or artifacts, well, creatures, would not work at all in this deck because, well, you could cast them. But, like, if you tap this guy, put the put your zero mana guy in exile, and then... Uh, I think it's at the upkeep, I'm pretty sure. And then at your upkeep, like, this, like it says when the last time counter is removed... So, like, that zero mana guy will just stay in exile forever. So, yeah, that is not very cool. But, yeah. Um, so, that is not good. He is also a 3-5, by the way. I, I probably didn't say that. Um, uh, the way I would build this is I would put a bunch of big, scary guys into exile like seven seven six sixes and five fives and maybe eight eights by any chance and then i would put a bunch of one ones as well because when those one ones come out of exile they will remove so if you have like five one ones in exile each guy gets removed five time counters so that is pretty pretty good in my opinion so yeah although you could build it with middle value cards because I would, well, that's how uh, life loss, I mean, I'm sorry, not life loss, that's how, if you want to build this guy that way, you could, I'm not saying you have to, but that would be a pretty good way to build this guy as well, so yeah, um, that's Alondo.
I don't know if I would build a deck around him, although seems pretty good. If I got him and not any of the other ones I see, then probably I will build a deck around him. But uh, there are plenty of other guys to come our way, so I will just go straight to the next one. The next one is Astrion the Descendant. Bum, bum, bum. For four, a white, and a black, you get a legendary creature, Vampire Elf Rogue, with Death Touch and Lifelink. At the beginning of your end step, choose one. Food. I mean, feed, sorry. Target opponent loses life equal to the amount of the life they lost this turn. Friends, you gain life equal to the amount of life you gain this turn. He is also a 4-4. Four, four. So, you could build this one of two ways. Or one of three ways, I guess. You could either make it full-on... Um, make someone take, like, let's say, 20... You could, make, you could make this an attack deck or a life gain deck. Or you could go both ways, which is the third option. The first option, though, is the life loss one, which is when you deal damage equal to someone. Like, let's say you deal five damage to your friend over there, and then someone else deals... Like, let's say someone deals five damage, and someone else deals five damage with an instant, and then this, and this, and this. Your, your end step comes, and then bam, you kill them. That would be a pretty cool way to kill them. Um, and that's how I mentioned in, I think, my first podcast episode where I told you guys how to play Commander in Magical Gathering. Um, I had not mentioned the fact that... I did mention the fact that there are other ways to die by attacking, but, I mean, there is other ways to lose the game other than attacking, but attacking is the most common. Well, this is another way. You could definitely lose the game by this guy if you really, really want to. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. My, ta- my foot keeps hitting the table. So, yeah. Alright. Um, and then the friend's way, you could just gain so much life that you basically can't die. And then you just go, ha, ha, ha. And then you attack. And then turn rotation comes around it's back to your turn like and let's say you've lost 30 life this turn you're at 10 then bam you gain 40 life and then bam you're back up to 90 or something ridiculous like that like there are lots of ways you can build this deck whether it be be lost life or lost gain or both i did not talk about the both you could also build it both ways which is when you take a little bit of both, you about split evenly. So yeah, um, I think that's it. Yeah. All right then. Um, moving on to my our next guy. Oh my, his name. All right, Baba Lissiga Nightwitch. I'm sorry if I say any of these names wrong. I am not good at pronouncing names. For one green and a forest. You get a legendary creature. Wait a second. I'm sorry. One black green. Or one swamp green. One swamp forest. Or I'm just going to say one one black. Alright, moving on. Point is three mana. One generic mana. A black mana. And a green mana. You get a legendary creature. Human warlock. Tap this guy. Sacrifice up to 
three permanents. If there were three or more card types among the sacrifice permanents, each opponent loses three life, you gain three life, and you draw three cards. Alright. Um, and it's also a 3-3. Three, three. There's definitely a lot of value in this card. There's no... You cannot deny that there's uh, a lot of value. Because there's definitely a lot, a lot of value. But, like... That would be hard. Um, three permanents, three or more card types. So let's say you sacrificed a creature, and an instant. I mean, I'm sorry, an enchantment and a land. Yeah, that would work. All right, so you would have to build it. Or, I mean, if you want to, I guess you could build it around just three creature, just three. Um, card types like your whole entire deck could be artifacts enchantments and creatures and lands you can't forget lands I mean I, I, I can see how that would work and then of course there are cards that have to deal with sacrificing in black um I think that's it but like there's a lot 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 of value in this um cards that would do good in this would be like cards that copy other cards because if you had a shapeshifter I don't know how a shapeshifter would work in this I wrote that down though I kind of forget why um so that would not work well but I would there are a lot of there are a lot of cards that are two card two, two two card types but there are very little three or more so like an enchantment creature or an artifact creature. Like I've never seen an enchantment artifact creature. Although I guess it's possible. So like if you, you could build this deck around, if you want to, two or more card types. So if you build and then you sacrifice a land in there. Although lands, lands are good. So I don't know if I would sacrifice lands. Although, I don't know. If you want to, you can. So yeah. Um, that guy's... Definitely a value card. Um, I think that's all for this card. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely value, 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 value. And I just want to talk about the fact that it says three, five times on this card, and it mentions it six. So in the let in the mana total, you need to pay three mana total. So that's the first time. It says sacrifice up to three permanents. Oh, it says more. If there were three or more card types among the sacrifice permanents, each opponent loses three life, and you gain three life, and you draw three cards. And it's a three-three. It says three eight times in this card. That's a bit ridiculous. I just wanted to talk about that. All right, well, moving on. Our next guy is a god. Bane, Lord of Darkness. Bum, bum, bum. There are a lot of gods in this set, so um, every time I say something about gods, I'll say bum, bum, bum. Okay? Just wanted to mention that. Alright. He is one, yellow, blue, black. So that's four mana for a legendary creature, god. As long as your life total is less than or equal to half your starting life total, so that would be 20 or below, 
Bane Lord of Darkness has indestructible. Wow. Well, that's that's the text on every single god that we have. Because, well... Well, that's good, actually. That's, like, really good. Alright, well, it, it doesn't really matter until we actually get into the actual, like, what he does when it gets good. That's when it gets good, good. Alright. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies... Target opponent may have you draw a card. If they don't, you may put a creature card with equal to or lesser toughness from your hand onto the battlefield. Wow, that's that's pretty good, actually. Like, I'm pretty, pretty surprised. Alright, well, this god's pretty good. Whenever a non... So this would be a sacrifice deck. And your target opponent may have you either draw a card... And if they don't, you may put a creature card with lesser toughness from your hand onto the battlefield. So you would want to have really good guys with really low toughness, obviously. A sack outlet somewhere. Um, and if you want to go... So most likely, what they're going to do is you sacrifice a creature. And then you say, do I draw a card or do I put a creature down? It will most likely say, you draw a card, and then you would draw a card. Same thing happens again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Point is, it goes on for a while, okay? Um, so, that probability is they will probably make you draw a card until you have, like, way too many cards in your hands. And if you have a sacrifice deck and, you, and they just keep making it, make you draw a card... And, well, you're probably going to get rid of a lot of those. So, you would probably need, like, Regulatory Tower. I can't not say that. Regulatory Tower. The point is, the card that makes you have no maximum hand size. Or, like, a card that says, whenever an opponent casts a spell, draw a card. Um, that's... I don't know who that, who that is. could probably find him if I want to. But I don't want to. Alright, um... Moving on. Like... I'm not moving on. I'm sorry. Um, I wrote down that this has to be a sacrifice deck, which is what I said. And 20 or less for your life total is a definite. Um, buff up buff up your good creatures so they can stay down and then sacrifice good creatures. Uh, maybe make deals, possibly, with your opponents if you are playing commander. If you're like, how about you, I will let you deal me so much damage, like this much damage, as long as I'm going to sacrifice this guy, and then you let me put a creature card down from my hand. And if they say okay, then great. If they say not okay, then we'll find another way to do it. So yeah, um, definitely a sacrifice deck. 20 or less is preferred because, well, this guy's really good and you're probably going to want to keep him on the battlefield. And, um... That's it. Um, token creatures do not apply to this. It says that in the this text, but I just want to relay that information. Alright, guys, um... I know I said um, A through L. Did I say A through L? What did I say? I said A through J, but that would be a lot. So I'm going to cut it here, and then tomorrow you will get 
Um, I feel like I need to sneeze. You will get B through C. <clears throat> Tomorrow you will get B through C, and then the day after that you will get D through J. I mean G. And after that you will get um, G through J. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, still want to shout out um, the other anchor because they're great. They're great, and they do really cool stuff. If you're looking to start a podcast, this is how I started. I started out on YouTube, not go the way I go. It does not work out unless you have a really good download speed and upload speed. Otherwise, I definitely recommend using Anchor. So yeah, um, thanks to Anchor, and I'll leave it at that. Bye.